1: Welcome to the Talking Single Podcast, a podcast featuring four strong, single and successful women. Raised in Lagos, now living in London. Each week, we share our stories and experiences about being women, navigating life, love and everything in between. We address stereotypes, misconceptions and even some myths about singlehood. Oh, and we do all of that with a good dose of humour and a whole lot of style. I'm Rashida, single and ready to mingle, and I'll be this week's host. Joining me are the other Talking Single ladies, Crystal, the recovering love addict, now happily single. Keisha, the consciously uncoupled, unromantic, wondering what the fuss is all about. Ruby, the cautious romantic, balancing life on her own terms. Our podcast is called Talking Single simply because it's what we do and who we are. Enjoy! Friendships are complex and interesting. As a single woman who lives alone, I have now realized how important my friends are, most especially during this pandemic. I've relied on a lot of my friendships and have made new friends from unlikely sources to get through this somewhat an isolating time. I was first exposed to the world of female friendships, the ever-changing, the complex, the alliance forming, the falling out and making up multiple times world when I spent six years in an all-girls secondary school. Most of my closest friends were made in this period. These relationships have spanned over decades, multiple continents, lots of tears, laughter, joy, marriage, babies, and everything in between. These bonds have evolved over time and have been refined over and over again into different levels and depths. Girls that I barely spoke to have now become my sister friends, and those that I thought would be my BFFs are no longer in my circle. Hello, everyone. I'm Rashida, and I'll be your host today. Today, I will be chatting with my girls, my friends, my London Flossy Posse: Keisha, Crystal, and Rebe. We will be talking about female friendships, mixed gender friendships, and the experiences with friends, both good and bad. Hello, ladies. Hey. Hey. How are you guys? Good good. 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 Are you excited <laughs> Yo. to talk about friends? Friendships?
3: Yes. I'm talking about friendships. Shout out to our girl Ribby, because it's her whoop, birthday whoop. today. Happy birthday, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's my
2: birthday.
4: It is my birthday. <laughs> We're gonna, gonna pay you. Swap, squack, squack,
1: So let's dive right in. What's the first thing that comes to you guys' minds when you think about friendships, female friendships, actually?
2: Companionship for me. Soulmates.
0: Really?
1: Oh. Soulmates. Okay, that's good. I, I think I got a card from you, Crystal, ages ago, calling me your soul sister
3: yeah because there's this there's a there's this um bit in sex and the city for those who used to watch it where she said men can just be people we we play around with but our friends should be our soulmates so Mm -hmm. that's where that's where i got that from Mm
1: -hmm. yeah 10 years down the line am i still your soul sister
3: i will talk about that later
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's a yes i think (laughs) yes (laughs) that's a yes (laughs) <laughs> oh I didn't catch your, um, response, Ruby.
4: Oh, I said complex. And I oh. think Ooh. all the best relationships are complex ones. There's depth and there's layers and there's seasons. So okay. complex. Okay. Yeah. Complex, okay.
1: Definitely. That's interesting.
3: Yeah.
1: It is complex. Yeah. Keisha.
2: Um, I said companionship. I think, um, I think life is about the people who are around you. So I think, You can't have a friend and be alone so i think companionship oh yeah that's
4: a good one yeah yeah definitely
1: how about how about you
2: rashida
1: i think companionship as well because it's your home girls are there through everything happy tears joy dancing everything your girls are there so yeah companionship is in totally Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. anyway let's talk about our specific experiences so I'm just going through out the question. What's the most important thing that you guys think you get from your female friends that you don't get from family or your male friends? And also for the female friends you've had for 20, 30 years or 10 years, what is the glue that has kept you guys together?
3: Um, for me, um, it's definitely that I can talk to them. Well, my closest friends, I can talk to them about anything. And I've, you know, being a love addict, (laughs) I've had many heartaches and heartbreaks, Mm. and I've never heard any of my friends who I spoke to say "Um, that was your fault. They they rather say we're going to kill that guy. He's an idiot. (laughs) We hate him. He's terrible. Don't cry. Don't worry. And I just know that I can call them, and there's no judgment. So for me, being able to speak to someone and find no judgment like you know that thing they say your cheerleader I really feel like my friends are my cheerleaders and it's almost like for me it's almost like I can do no wrong yeah yeah and that to me that's amazing because your your family they'll call you out a lot on things I mean friends should do that as well but they will call me out but at the same time they just think I'm amazing so yeah (laughs) you are amazing yeah (laughs) yeah but yeah. you know you don't always think that but through the eyes of my my closest friends i see that they think i'm amazing they think i'm the best thing since sliced bread so uh, yeah. oh, <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> yeah, all that and <laughs> more Oh, <that's laughs> and more. <laughs> oh that's cool. yeah.
2: yeah. it's good to have that sort of assurance that sense of confidence about yeah that's 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 lovely yeah yeah, yeah.
1: I think for me, what I get most from my female friends, like my proper girlfriends, is that even if you're having like a really, really terrible day, I have these friends that are this unwavering support. They will show up come rain, come sunshine. Like an example is it was my birthday during this whole corona pandemic. And these women showed up in different ways that I could never ever ever imagined so those sort of little things and you just seem to get yourselves as in you don't have to explain yourself you just mm. be easy with your friends
4: so mm. for me the most important thing is like um i don't trust easily and i don't open up easily so you to 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 be in my circle of friends means that i can rely on you i can depend on you come what may you are going to be there and that for me is fundamental. I think with family, you, you know, family will be there for you, whatever. But I think with family, it's almost like a contract. You have to deliver on certain things um, and you have to contribute certain things. But friends are like, they're, they, they're like this get out of jail free card Yeah, that you can always call on at any time. And you can never, you know, you never get into debt with those kind of friendships. They, they are there for you. Through the worst possible times. And those people are like, they're like, you know, gold dust that you hold on to. So the loyalty and the unwavering kind of support, that for me is like the fundamental, you know?
1: And one other thing as well is with family, you're stuck with them. You did not choose your family members. So if you have a family member from hell, you're stuck with that person. But with friends, the beauty of it is as you grow older, you refine your friendships and you kind of stick to people that kind of get you or you're on the same wavelength and you share the same morals and values. So that's the beauty of friendship for me. I've been able to choose my friends carefully. And yeah,
4: just like you say, just to quickly say, um, like you said, with family, you don't have a choice. You know, you are in in a family that you didn't pick, whether you're first, middle or last. You have friends and you have sisters and brothers, parents, uncles, that you did not choose, but you're there. You have to make it work. With friendships, you don't have to make it necessarily work in that regard. You're choosing to be in that relationship and they're choosing to be in that relationship with you, which is awesome. Friends are the family you choose for yourself.
3: Mm-hmm. Exactly
2: yeah. mm-hmm. I, I think when it comes to family y- You know, spot on you, you don't choose family And you can't escape family They're just always there mm-hmm. And they own you the longest They know you're good, the bad And mm-hmm. they either choose to make allowances or not The In terms of the glue that keep the bonds With you and your friends I think that glue is choice. Mm-hmm. choice Relationships take time to build And I think in choosing your friends we all, you know, said in previous episodes that over time friends have changed, and mm-hmm. you use your friends, and it's your you as a person. You are the glue that bonds yourself with the friends. It's mm-hmm. not it's not an external thing. Mm-hmm. Both parties make a choice to keep in contact, pick up calls, be there when needed, and you choose the friends that provide what you need as a person. So it is a very that glue is yourself. Yeah. I don't think the glue is an external thing. I don't even think the glue is another friend. You make that effort. If that person calls, you always pick up the call. If you want to be there for that person, you will choose to be there. There are people you don't want to be there for. There True. are people whose calls you do not return. Um, so, and, and that's just life. And mm. I think, so for that reason, I would say I am the glue that keeps the bonds of my friendships alive.
1: Mm. So deep, huh? <laughs> love that.
4: <laughs>
1: so, so, my um, um Kisha, so you you made you made a point. You're like you choose to keep the bond alive. Uh, does that mean if you don't pick up my calls, then you're dissolving the
2: glue? I return all my calls for all. Yes, you do actually. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And I take a bow. <laughs> okay.
1: I'm actually even clapping as well. Well done. Oh,
4: clap. My head is swelling. Let's move on, please.
1: Yeah. So there's this common thing about women where I'm sure you've all heard it, and there've been lots and lots of movies and TV series and songs about it, where women have been taught to view other women as enemies or competition, and it leads to stuff like the what I would term the Mean Girl Syndrome, toxic friendships and situations. So my question to you, ladies, is. What would you classify as a toxic relation, toxic not relationship, toxic friendship? How would you deal with un unhe- unhealthy competition with your friends or toxic? I use unhealthy competition because with any friendship there would be competition, but it should be positive and healthy ones.
4: So two things I would say here. I feel very strongly about this. One is uh, the, 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 the the principle of boundaries. I think in any relationship, there has to be boundaries that you set between yourself and other people. And then there has to be respect for those boundaries. And I think in a toxic relationship, those two are not in place. One is one that you set for yourself that people understand. And that's how we navigate relationship. When people know that, for example, you know, if example, you know, I don't, don't, don't call me at three o'clock in the morning, you know, that's a boundary and you respect that boundary. And based on that, we have a good relationship, unless there's obviously an important reason. The other one is about, you know, respecting the other person and accepting people as they are, not trying to turn your friend into another version of what they are not. And I think it's when those things don't happen, when there isn't very clear boundaries, when there isn't respect and when there isn't acceptance is when you start to see these Uh, toxic friendships and I've seen situations where a relationship a friendship has turned toxic and I realized that it was because I did not have a really good boundary in place and this person felt that they could approach me or have my time anytime they liked and if I did not make myself available they would make me feel guilty they'll make me feel bad and I realized that was a consequence of as I said me not setting healthy boundaries and them not having respect for me as a person. Yeah. And I have to cut that person out of my life so that yeah. you know, I can surround my, myself with people like you, girls,
0: who Ooh. understand,
4: respect, and accept it. You know,
2: I find that so uh.
4: interesting. You know, I think that's very much based
2: on your personality. Though, yeah, because I have yeah. No yeah. Um, I'm I'm not one that actually has boundaries. I I I don't think I do. I think everybody has boundaries. Yeah, maybe yeah. they're, just, yeah. they're so. different types. Yeah but i I, I what would you define as
1: friendship boundaries keisha
2: yeah that's what i'm wondering because i mean i I would call someone at 3 a.m in the morning but probably because Mm. i i would pick up a call at that time so i don't i
4: really but it's also But i think there's certain things for example having known you there's certain things that i know that you would not like okay like your no is your no yeah yes is your yes I know how you like to plan in advance yeah. and you don't like to cancel your plans. Yeah. So you do have some kind okay. of yeah, boundaries. Okay. Okay, but true. the other thing about you is you respect other people's boundaries as well. Ah. So I can call you at three o'clock in the morning if I'm awake, or you know you're not going to call me at three o'clock that's in the true, morning. That's true, because I know you wouldn't be awake. I wouldn't be awake. <laughs> but, and that's true, because in the morning too, I will call I, 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 will, I will
2: call um, Rashida probably around eight. I wouldn't call her at seven. <laughs> I and mean, if she's not eight, I just eight. Left light, and I'll call her again at night. You no. know, call me at
1: seven o'clock. I will block you. I know. <laughs> I, w- I <laughs> <Yeah>. would, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think, okay. Maybe
2: I do. I do resp- Okay, that's, yeah. that's good to know. Actually,
3: yeah. yeah. Um, for me, what would I classify as toxic relationships? I think nastiness is something I can't yep. deal with. Nastiness, yep. bullying, kind of behavior. Yep. you know when people are bullies, mm-hmm. and those. And I I think it's very important to, for me, I always read people before I go in. So sometimes people think I'm quiet, but actually I'm just reading the room. So people who I feel like, you know, people who just say things, whose things just come out of their mouth, I stay away from people like that. So for me, I I class nasty people as toxic people. And I've come across people like that and I've quickly ended the relationship.
0: That's it for me.
3: Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't deal with people like that because I know they will hurt me ty- over and over again. Over, so, over, yeah. Yeah, you know, some people are just quick to say horrible
2: things. And, yeah.
3: Yeah, I don't, I don't deal with people like that. I can't. That's just not me. So I stay away people like from that. people like that. Sorry.
2: I'm. I'm just thinking about that. I don't think I've met mean people, but then again, I might simply just not register it that they're yeah. mean. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, by mean, but you, you, for me, I'd classify just as Crystal said, toxic friendship. For me, I don't use bad words to my friends. So I don't mm-hmm. call my friends stupid or idiot, even if I think <laughs> that they're doing, it, stupid or idiot, but you have friends that yes. say that to people. So very yeah. quickly for me, yeah. I l- I learned that I don't use those words. Therefore, I don't expect yeah. my friends or people I call my friends to use those words. And no, as soon yeah. as a friend carries on using those words and doesn't respect my boundary, then I immediately cut it. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. I remember I once went to a friend's house and I mistakenly poured wine on her carpet. She's like, "You're so clumsy. You're so clumsy." And then she started calling me a moody cow. And I immediately I immediately cut yeah. that friendship because I knew that me and this person, I just don't, those kind of things don't uh, sit well with me. So I immediately cut. And she didn't get it. She was like, why didn't you speak to me? But nah, I I just can't. I can't deal with that. That's how she is. And I just know that we won't yeah. get on. Yeah. Mm.
1: Some other people might have been able to handle that because they would yeah. shout that. back at the person yeah. and say, don't call me moody cow. You're the moody cow. And for me, that will just descend into some sort of, terrible situation
2: that ideally I wouldn't like to experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. what about, I, I, I totally get that. I think I'm, I'm one of those people that, I, I like you say, my no is my no. I, I think I can handle quite a lot until I get to the point where I can't handle it. And I will be vocal and I'll say whatever I want to say and I'll just keep it moving. I'll just be Yeah, And
1: yeah. It, and, um, um, yeah. it, it that probably, probably be- affects
2: me as much as it affects other people because yeah. I feel it. At that point and be done
1: yeah Yeah. that leads me to a next point I was going to bring up friendship breakups because at some point when you have friends that toxic or friends that don't respect you or you just simply outgrow each other you'd break up as an adult it took me a long time to realize that people that were my friends in primary or secondary school don't necessarily have to be my best friends as an adult people change People grow up Mm. and their values, morals, and interests change. But it took me a long time to learn that. So I held on to so many friendships because I'd known these people since I was six years old or seven years old.
0: Mm.
1: But it did hurt to let them go.
0: Mm.
1: For some of them is we barely speak now. You walk past the person on the street and just do a quick nod and move on. Yeah. Those sort of friend, those sort of breakups, you're just like, but I thought this woman would be my best friend till we were 99 years old. So, how have you guys dealt with Have you guys had any particularly painful or explosive end to friendships?
2: I, I've had one and only one. And from there, well, when I say explosive, um, were you punching? Oh, no, no, God, no. There's no way okay. for that. It was more Epling. like. Um, it was more like it was a disagreement that was just, it was just, things were never going to work because I was being, I felt I was being taken advantage of. Mm. But what I've learned, you know, by simply, you know, talking to parents is that you, you, it doesn't need to end because I, I say, like, we're all, I, I can be very blunt in the things that I say, especially when I think I'm right. And what I've learned is it doesn't need to end in. It's not really that serious, always try okay. and things amicably, even if you have to hold your tongue and it's very hard, but it's something that I've sort of had to learn to if you, especially if you know that this is never gonna work, just okay, no problem, and then you know that's it uh, you yeah. know just let it yeah. just let it go, let it flow, but in the moment, I think when it comes to Even not just friendships, when it comes to relationships with people, the instinct is to state your case, battle it out, you know, blah, blah. blah. But, you know, now it's just, I guess, and it comes with maturity. Just Mm. listen to what their point of view is. If you think it can change or they can understand your point of view, talk it out. If it's never going to work, just quietly agree and just agree with me. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
4: I mean, I remember. Um in my in my twenties, um, there was a there was a there was a girl that was uh, we lived close to each other, we were very good friends. In fact, at a point she dated my my brother. Um so we were, we were very close. But in my twenties we we had, I think the mother of all arguments, and I can't even remember what the argument was about. And it's very similar to what you were saying, Keisha, which is that when you start feeling like your friend is taking advantage of you, back to my point about boundaries. Mm-hmm where I remember one day I was going to pick her up. I drove to her house and I said, meet me downstairs. 20 minutes later, she rocks up and she cannot even apologize or mm. anything, you know. And I wouldn't say anything. I'd be like, I know her personality, but that was her taking me for granted. And all of these things happened. And one day we just had one massive explosion. On, and well, every
1: punching and hair pulling. What was
4: you and the punching and hair pulling? Honestly, if she had a weave, I would have, had, I would have had, had it. Oh, I'm only saying
1: that because I'm i'm um being informed by hollywood when girls fight there's punching and hair pulling earrings going off with vaseline and
4: their claws out so i'm just wondering if that happened according to jill scott if you grab the vaseline i don't know okay
1: okay but i'm hoping crystal has a hair pulling story for us not my
3: style not my style but continue (laughs) ribby
4: I remember, so it was a really like vocal conversation, and we stopped talking for many, many years. I remember at the end of it, though, I did not feel any kind of satisfaction Mm. or happiness because this was the termination of somebody that had been with me through many periods. And and like you said, you know, Kisha, that there comes a point where you have to look at it and to say come on you know life is not hard you know sometimes you just you know you have to even if, you're, if it's not meant to be there is a way to have a conversation so ever since mm-hmm. then i would rather walk away calmly and quietly and politely and detach myself from that person emotionally and just move on mm-hmm. and i think that for me is the way i deal with any situation that i don't like i don't react externally i sit mm-hmm. myself down and i just sever the tires and I move on lighter
3: and happier I think that's the best thing really yeah Yeah. so my worst friendship breakup was with this girl who I don't know we were really um, close friends for a very long time and she was one of those friends who at the time you know I got myself into a lot of relationship issues as you know I do I used to I don't anymore And she was the one who was there for me. She was the first person I'd call. And sometimes I would send her messages. Oh my God, he sent me this. Let's um, dissect this message and know what it means. And she had a boyfriend at the time. And she said her boyfriend said, my boyfriend said, you and I are too close. And someone mentioned that she's a lesbian. So maybe me and her are in a lesbian relationship. And she said, so, yeah, so she had a big fight with her boyfriend. And then she was like, you know what? I need to take some time away from you. So she just cut me off. And it hurt so much for months. I did not hear from her. And it hurt me so much because this was the, at the time, this was my closest friend. This was the only person I spoke to. And I remember, because I was very um, religious at the time, I remember I was reading something and someone said, always not everyone who comes into your life is meant to stay forever and you're so you're allowed to give people the gift of goodbye and i read that and it really resonated with me and <laughs> funny enough a few weeks later she came back and
0: she
3: was like, hey uh, sorry i went away and i was like you know what it's fine i read and i sent her exactly what i read and she said you're very stupid wow. and she never sp- yeah, yeah and she never spoke to me again till today i've not heard from this girl but I think at that point <laughs> I got over it but
1: okay I didn't the so before her partner said um you guys were too close were there any other friendship no. red flags
3: none none whatsoever she was an amazing friend she was so kind and so thoughtful I don't know what happened and um yeah and I never heard from her after that but I learned a big lesson that and that hasn't happened to me since but I learned a big lesson even in um Uh, male male relationships. If people want to go, just just let Let them go. They're not. Some people aren't meant to be in your life forever. And I know that my forever friends have been. You know, they've been there for such a long time. So, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. I I will say one thing. One thing I do find painful, and I can understand that, is when a friendship breaks and you don't know why, and you and because the person is not engaging, you can't get any closure yeah, by finding out what, what know. You know, and i've had this over time where you think you're close to somebody and suddenly they just don't talk to you again or message you again Gosh. and you're wondering like
1: yeah or you see a I wedding announcement on instagram or facebook and you're like but i thought it was her friend i should have <laughs> texted me or yeah but you know yeah. it's, I more
4: like it when people use lack of closure i think they use it as a weapon sometimes mm-hmm. people use you know, not giving you the opportunity to have closure. Yeah. As a I think that is the worst thing possible because you will now be dissecting everything.
0: Yeah.
4: What, did, yeah. what did I not do? Did I say, did something? I
0: say,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then also is the one friend that, or there are a few friends I've learned to just cut off, but just as the, um, um, Ruby mentioned, I have friends, had friends that at the slightest thing just exploded. And I just found myself walking on eggshells around them Mm. so that I wouldn't say stuff that would make them explode. And it just became such a stressful situation. Like playful banter became something that you could not do because you could not predict how the person would react. The person might turn up in an orange shirt and you're like, ooh, that looks like big bird yellow in a yellow shirt. And you're like, oh, that's big bird yellow. And the person might just say, oh, are you calling me fat like Big Bird? And it just becomes a fight over nothing. <laughs> so I'd very yeah. that it just became a mental task for me every time we had to hang out or try to think of places to go. And one day, I was, so I always, I mean, she's someone that I had known since secondary school. I think she was my friend from the very first day of secondary school. But I found myself complaining to my sister all the time. This girl said this, this girl did that. And my sister was like, Rashida, you don't have to be her friend. And Mm -hmm. I remember telling her that, but I have to. I've been friends with her for 10 years. That surely means something. And my sister was like, actually, no. That's why you should even cut them off. You've spent so long with this friend and it's not a good friendship. Cut her off and move on. You'll make new friends. And um, I guess is, is a scary thought to think, oh, God, I need to make new friends. Personally, right now, I don't think I, well, I'd, oh, I'm always open to making new friends, but the thought of having a new BFF, I don't think so. I don't think so.
2: Is BFF even still a thing? Because yes. It it's, it's, it's so is. It well, so I don't is. BFF. <laughs> so <laughs> speaking of
1: BFFs, do you guys have best friends?
2: <laughs> best friends for life. I have zero best friends, but not like one BFF. Like they're two. Well, no, I think with friends friend, female friendships or friends
1: generally, you have different levels, and there's some people in this upper tier that you know. These are my homegirls, or this is my bestest friend in the
2: world. Oh, well, it's more than one person though, or is it just one? Person? Well, yes, actually. No. So,
1: for me, I have different fr- friends for different things. Mm. So, if it's to talk about maybe work stuff, I have a friend that you know you have that. If it's to talk about guys and stuff, you have that. If it's to talk about sex and stuff, I have some friends that you know, yeah, they're close friends, but they just can't or won't communicate with it. you in those sorts of I can't to handle it <laughs> so you have some friends that encompass um, all of that mm. so for instance my sister and i are very close but when it comes to the actual okay sex i did this i did that my sister cannot relate because she for her she just goes into this That's mental lockdown i can't believe my sister's having sex mm. i don't think so you're just like whatever but anyway
3: can i shout out to my bffs
1: yes 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 oh
3: <laughs> so i feel like my name shout is coming out. out to balanle johnson <laughs> <laughs> and to banke Adeyemi. <laughs> <laughs>
1: those are my two those are my main bffs balanle <laughs> and banke whoop 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 <laughs> I mean, you know what rivi shout out your best
4: friends oh no i'm not doing that <laughs> not doing no that. Are we gonna be here for ten minutes then? <laughs> My best friends are on the cover best friends ride and die, so Why do all- that's just the way it is. Oh wow.
2: And Teacher, are- how about you? Who me? I have many though, so that's why I'm like wondering what
0: Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at bryant.com, Bryant, whatever it takes. Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous
2: Be, I thought I thought you would think BFF as the one person. I have quite a lot. No, there's too many people. All right,
1: fine. Be like that, then For me, those
2: are the
3: f- first two people I'll call if I'm in trouble. I'll
2: be like, "Help me, So I have many of them. Oh. Lily, Tawa <laughs> Banke Really? <laughs> really? I have many. Like Damola, I have many though. I have quite I do have. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. Anyway, enough of female friendships. Let's go to mixed gender friendships. So, do you guys, what, okay, two, two, it's a two pronged question. What do you think is the biggest advantage of having mixed gender friendships? Perspective. Yeah. Pardon?
2: Perspective. Yes. And yeah. by that, I mean female friendships are different because the way, and no matter what anybody says, I genuinely believe the way women and men think are entirely different. Yeah. And for that reason, the kind of friendships you have with guys or even in a guy-girl group of friends is very different from the type of friendship you have with girls or even the conversations you have with girls. Girls tend to be more introspective and emotional. Em- emotional mm-hmm. and they think more deeply about things. Whereas yeah. the guy is more they do don't not that they I'm not stereotyping them they don't they do have their own deep feelings but their own perspective of those feelings are, is very very different mm-hmm. they can be more about loyalty they they, they 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 have a lot of pressures on them in terms of finance and career so and you know that's do or die for a male which for a female is you get props up if you're you're able to support for your, yourself but if a guy is unable to support himself it's it's like as if he's a failure. So I think perspective is the real difference yeah. between two friendship friendships.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. agree. Yeah. I
2: agree, but I'm I'm more of a girly
3: girl. I have very 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 few male friends, very few.
4: So mm-hmm. that's just. Well, you say that because I'm thinking about the male friends I had. They're probably the long. They're few, but they're probably the longest friendships I've had, and they're people really? that I've had from. Longest, not closest, but they've just been. I've known them mm. a very long time. I've not like got friends that I've male friends that I knew in the last two, three years. No, yeah, I've known from 20 years and so, so longest, um, which is probably which is I think that's indicative of something, yes, I guess. Mm.
2: because, because mm. to be yeah.
4: fair, I, I think that is also because
2: you're not going to fight with a male friend or who says, uh, well, I if you're yeah, you, you could. We'll they don't to have play time. The next. <laughs> All right, they don't have time. Like, what, are you, what could you possibly be fighting about with the guy? Well, like, I've had a
4: fight with one of my male friends before. Um, we, we had a really strong disagreement about something. Um, but we resolved it. But you can. It just, I just think it depends. The, the only other thing I would say is what... But my experience, because everybody's is different, is when we talk about perspective as the benefit of a male friendship, you do get perspective. Well, actually, you know, in the same way, there are some male friends that I have that give me a very interesting perspective about relationship that I would have thought, hmm, why would a guy say that? Quite interesting um, what they say. But also, I mean, sometimes some guys are just cool to have around. Yeah, they're hanging. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. and hanging out with guys and their friends is such a different experience to women hanging out yeah women's gist is stuff that we we've grown up with so it's familiar but when you're hanging out with guys and their friends it's a completely different kind of conversation you might be talking about the same topics but it's just crazy
3: yeah and the funny
1: thing is when i was um prepping for this episode i ran a few ideas by a guy friend And there were so many things that he brought up that I did not even think about. And I was like, oh, that's quite interesting. Like, for instance, the one thing he brought up, which we haven't even touched on, is whether your spouse or significant other will have an influence on who your friends are. So if you can hang out with your guy friends if you're in a relationship. And I was like, for girls, I don't think is that big a deal you keep on you keep personally i'd keep my guy friends anyway but there are some women that as soon as they go into relationships they just cut everybody off because the spouse doesn't like it but i guess it's preference and who the guy is or who your partner is so
3: yeah if you're my partner you have to love my close friends or else I don't I don't think it's gonna work I've said that I said that previously yeah if you if you hate my friends if you don't like my friends and my family
1: you're out the door out the door yeah Mm -hmm. and also the friend the guy friends I have today have been my friends for a while and there hasn't been any sort of falling in love with me and deciding to take you to a different level. Okay. So the question is, can a single man be friends with a single woman without strings attached? I
3: believe I believe that they can be. But um, also, I am <laughs> a victim of <laughs> dating a friend who was a friend in my teens. And then I went away and then we got back together and we had a relationship and it didn't work out. But we're still friends today. But I do a lot of people say no, it's not possible, but despite my experience, I do believe that a single um, man and a single woman can be in uh, can be just friends. I do believe it.
1: Yeah wasn't there any sort of awkwardness when the relationship went went to pieces? It,
3: there was awkwardness for a couple oh, of yeah. years.
1: Um, but yeah, yeah, and um, we, we
3: don't live in the same country. Okay. But um, we're friends now, but he still Mm -hmm. likes me. I mean, come on, look at what we're
1: working with. He'll be blind um, not to.
3: (laughs) But um, yeah, yeah. There there are lots of factors that, uh, including distance. But we're still Mm -hmm. friends. And I will like, you know how some of your exes, you're like, I'll never speak to you. I hate you. I will always love him forever till Mm -hmm. I die. But I don't know that we can... And we will be friends till I die. But I don't know if we can be in a relationship. And our friendship can never be the same because he yeah. still likes me. So
1: I'm going to ask the, quest- the question that's on Kisha and Ribby's mind. Is that the one that go away?
4: Ooh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I
3: don't either. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I don't know. it's, so it's no, com- We're not hearing
4: a compli- no. So. It's complicated. <laughs> right? Okay. In many, many quotes. Let's simplify. If you guys were in the same country, mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe. You- I don't know. So I still don't <laughs> hear nice. the no, but okay. Relax. Let me give you options. If you guys were in the same country, okay, you'd be platonic friends, option A, two knocking boots or see you know in a relationship situationship no relationship no. i think would be in a relationship if he was oh. in the same
3: country
1: i think oh. so yeah. i know so that concludes the oh, question you. i had the answer i think from all her quest all her responses is yes but uh, mm.
3: I, maybe if if we're meant to be we'll be for now i don't think we are so Okay. No,
1: but we're friends. We're still friends, so that's good. But
3: yeah, okay, the cool. answer to your question, I think a guy and a woman
1: uh, can just be friends. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Are you guys friends with your friends, spouses, and significant o- others? Do you talk to them outside your friends, and do you, would you hang out with them and stuff, or would you feel weird by, about that?
3: No, I don't hang out with my friends' spouses outside of our friendship group. But okay. it's because they're my friends' spouses. Like, and so I, don't talk, no I don't talk, I don't, they're not my
2: friends. And I don't
3: talk to them outside of um, us being together with my friends.
2: Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I I I say that, but I there are some I actually do talk to outside of the spouse. But that's because they are my friends too so right, yeah or they become my friend through the spouse so okay. i do have that sort of weird relationship with some it's good them where i i do talk to both of them individually but then there yeah. are some i guess it's about respecting boundaries there are yeah. some that I, although i'm i know the spouse really well i will only when i call the guy i'll only say let me speak to so and so like so it will always be through so i can chat with the uh, wife you know have long conversations but it will be through the husband's phone
0: yeah. but i'd never
2: like invite her out to dinner or something on my own i don't know I, yeah. it really depends on the spouse
4: yeah, yeah. so i think it depends so i have male friends that i knew first um so let me i have uh, there's a couple that I know both of them separately. Known them for a long time. In fact, they met in my house.
1: Ooh. Ooh. matchmaker! Can you, no. can you introduce me to somebody in your house too?
4: You know, 20 years ago, <laughs> I'd have said yes. Just now, it's not. They're like, all
1: married. <laughs>
4: <Still> married. <I gasps> with all of them, and I left myself out of it. Can you imagine? Um, but like, I met so so. I know both of them individually as friends, and we've known each other for a long time. I know about probably two instances of that, and those ones, the situation has never changed. I can talk to him, I can talk to her, and she doesn't mind. She doesn't care. So that is also very important for yeah. me that the, the 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 female, my female friend, does not feel like there is a, there is a she does not feel like I've stepped her boundaries mm-hmm. of her because it's her relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There are some that I met the the girl, uh, I met my friend's uh, wife or whatever. And in those situations, I read the situation and I mm. step back I feel like the woman is giving me, I, like I'll give you an example. I went to Lagos last year and I went out, uh, one of my friends um, took me out with his wife for dinner. We went out for dinner and then we went to a club. Now, the, situ- the situation is many years ago when we met, the guy was toasting me but i did not agree he then mm. cry, mm. and then they got married right and we've been we still talk and everything. was the wife aware of the previous toasting situation
1: yeah.
4: okay she was okay. okay so when now i didn't want to go out with them for dinner and dancing because i thought mm. and i'm always very careful that if i call him it's when she's around and like you said you know kisha will say oh his wifey there let me say a message mm-hmm. if I send him something I'm always saying how his wifey mm-hmm. because just to be like avoid any drama. So that day <laughs> he was going to I was going to go to their house and then we we're gonna go out. Got his house she hadn't come back from work and I was like Do oh, you stay okay. outside the house so that she won't I'm, slap I'm, you won't. and put you on Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> You know, we were chatting. The thing is, this is what made me like really super conscious because I thought I'd been doing all the right things, Mm -hmm. not disrespecting her, all of this thing. And we were gisting, we were talking, me and the husband, uh, me and my friend, and then the wife gets back from work, and even the husband himself, (laughs) he changes his (laughs) his demeanor. His his demeanor changes. He's a bit more, which I get. I understand. So obviously, I figured that maybe there's been discussion about me beforehand. We now go out for dinner, you know. I'm respectful I'm of sure my. I'm sure you were looking hot, as you
1: always do. I can't help it. I you know. know. Can't hide all of that
4: hotness under. help it. You know, like I even tried to calm it down and mm-hmm. it was not secret. I can't. Anyway, we went, to, went for the dinner. Then we went to dance. Okay. And me, I said, I'm not stepping off this. I'm going to sit my ass down. I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I sat down and I drank my drink and I was nodding my head to the music the wife now decided that she must put it in my face that I am the wife. She almost, I mean, she might as well have done a lap dance on this guy's seats just to rub it in my face. And I did not give a shit. Because in my head, I was like, if I wanted him, I would have had him. I don't. Exactly. But that's then, but then
2: mm, okay, okay, that's fine. But
4: what it just made clear for me was, in that situation, one, what it made clear for me was, one, me and her can never be friend, friends. Friends. One. Number two, She's still threatened in to some extent by the fact that I'm in the equation, and therefore I need to distance myself even further, which is unfortunate, yeah, yeah. but you know i just I just found it very weird i I, I would say putting it from the
2: woman's the wife's perspective mm. there in, in marriages there are a lot of dynamics mm. and it, it, and all she she might actually not be threatened, but he might have Said things he should not have said, if not necessarily about you, about maybe other people. And she just, and I think it's very right for her to assert herself because although she knows you were, um, there were, he toasted you in the past, ultimately he married her. And I yeah. think it's her job actually to assert that fact. Yeah, but well, assert
1: yourself, but you shouldn't. Assert yourself in what I'll term a cringeworthy manner.
2: But why? It's a husband. If you are twerking for your husband in the club, you're twerking for your husband in yeah, the club. Yeah, but if because you're twerking for you're your
1: husband, it's different. But you're twerking for your husband and you're drawing boundary lines. By de- By default, you should trust, hopefully, that your husband will not bring, a, well, hopefully, in an ideal world, will not bring a side chick to come and hang out with you. And if he even brings a side chick to come and hang out with you, you have bigger problems than twerking on him. <laughs> I think it's also
3: um, the husband's job to try and make his wife feel
4: comfortable. Comfortable, like,
0: yeah.
3: Friend, to assure her. Because obviously something isn't
4: right, which is why she feels threatened exactly yeah and i don't want to be and i didn't want to be the 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 dynamic in the situation i felt very uncomfortable quite honestly because well i hadn't seen him in 10 years so that's weird (laughs) for me it was kind of like I thought mm-hmm. I was just hanging out with friends. I we thought we we're gonna have mm. a chill evening. We're gonna gist, we're gonna talk. Then I see somebody twerking and backing up and yeah. I'm like, do I need to be here for all of
2: this? Well I I, I am, I'm a bit on the opposite side. I don't necessarily think she feels threatened. Well, I, I don't
4: think, know. That's how it came yeah. across to me. And to be mm. honest, whatever she's feeling, it's fine. I was just I'm just saying that what it meant for me in to the point about friendship is in that kind of situation, that for me was very clearly a line drawn. Drawn, and was yeah. Saying, okay, yeah. back the effort, mm. and I am going to back the effort because mm. it was just yeah. very unworthy. Yeah. It was not good. For yeah. him. It was a good look for her, for him, and I did not want to be that. Yeah.
1: And yeah. one thing you realize is, as for me, I think as single women, there's so many lines you have to draw and redraw for yourself so that you don't get, so that you don't get. Was, were disrespected by people, oh. significant od- others. You yeah. might be BFFs with a guy, but as soon as his partner doesn't like it, you have to
2: just break that friendship up yeah. and move on.
3: Yeah.
2: No matter how hard it is anyway. And we should also we say as single women, even when you go to parties or whatever, I feel like woman there. Yep. I have a story go, actually. You what? I you have what? a story as a
1: single woman
2: you I go to someone's be, party you should always be you, you always have to be hold, held beyond reproach so even if in all cases because
1: the great I get that but it's almost impossible because uh, the story I have is I go to someone's party we were in the gathering and somebody's husband cracked a joke and it was the funniest joke I had heard in my life and I was laughing so hard mm-hmm. and the girl just comes around and says why are you laughing at my husband's jokes he's not laughing My heart broke because I was like, what on earth? And she was just like, anyway, I know it's you, Rashida. You're harmless. And she just walks away. Oh, my goodness. You're harmless. And my thing is, oh well, because I've I've known her since I was 10 or 11 anyway. But we're not close friends. The thing is, what if I wasn't Rashida? What if I was a girl called Tina that just met her husband for the first time? Would she punch Tina in the face? Probably. Tina, so what's your face?
2: <laughs> Tina,
1: bitch! <laughs> <laughs> bitch! <laughs> How dare you my laugh at husband, my husband's, husband's jokes? You don't have I'm to like, laugh at that,
4: his jokes. That story, that story gets, my, gets me angry, yeah. right? Gets yeah, angry. exactly. Single, but, single women... You have to, you have to, you just said it, you know, we have to be above reproach. Why? Because we're single and automatically... Because we're single. We want to steal everyone's husband. We're desperate for for some guy that we probably wouldn't have even spoken to in the first place. What is it? So, and I think that makes the friendship, the friendship
1: thing with people in relationships or marriages quite difficult. You have to read, as you guys have all said, read the spouse and see how... The person, how receptive the person is to your friendship. I have friends, I think, thank God, they married decent women, and I'm their friends, independent of their husbands.
3: I think married women need to remember that they were once uh, single, mm. and yeah. you know that what it, what it what it is to be single. Because mm. I have a friend who's married, and she was saying to me that on her wedding day, and there were a lot of her friends are single by the way and on her wedding day some girls were coming up to her and were like oh we're now you're now in the wives groups come and take a picture with the wives and she said she does she did not appreciate that because i have loads of friends here who are single and she was saying to me that i don't appreciate this wives group thing where it's like oh we're married now so we're we're in some sort of hierarchy and all the single girls want to steal our husbands
1: or they that you know it's just weird yeah and that thing is always at the back of your mind when you're out with your friends or you meet people that have partners you're like okay i mustn't laugh so i've learned that i'm not not supposed to laugh too loudly at people's
4: husbands or boyfriends jokes (laughs) how dare you you i know (laughs) <laughs> but this thing is so unfair it is so it wrong is. it boils my blood because at the end of the day it's this kind of we talk about stereotypes of people we talk about stereotypes of women there is a stereotype of the single woman as well now that you are a husband snatcher a <laughs> family, life you are there to seduce that when you go to a wedding it's not because you want to go and do well for your friends you want to go and carry someone <laughs> else you steal
3: someone's yeah. husband yeah.
4: I have better things to do with my time. So mm-hmm. can I just say to all of these single, uh, married women, I don't want your husband. I'm not interested in your husband. It's fine. I, will find my told, own. Yeah. I want my you're own husband.
2: husband. If, if your husband is looking, you better pay attention to your husband. It's not the woman. <laughs> yeah. That if wedding we went to,
3: half of the men had asked all the single women out previously. So. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: Seriously, it was like, oh yeah, that one asked me out. That one asked her
0: out. So oh calm God.
3: yourself, and we all said no. So calm yourselves down.
1: No. <laughs> anyway, but okay. The last thing I'll say is, wait, for me, I have two particular friends that they're I'm actually closer to their wives than they than I am to them. And one of them keeps on saying, "Rashida, can't believe it. You're friends with my wife. I met you first. I met you first. And I was like, "Well." I realize your wife is a nicer person, so I <laughs> next to you, and your wife is now my friend. <laughs> so I'm good. constantly making plans with the wives and just excluding the husband. I'm like, you have no use to That's me. Good. I like your wife, and she's my friend. So,
2: you married well, thank you. <laughs> exactly, you
1: married thank you. well.
3: <laughs> thank you for marrying my BFF. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. The other, the guy, the friend whose wife is now my new BFF. Like tomorrow, I'm hanging out with her. Independent of her husband, and I've got so many messages from him saying, "I can't believe you're talking to my wife without me." But, Uh Uh uh-oh, it's rapid fire
2: time.
1: So, of course, you guys know it's rapid fire time. I've decided to go a different way today. So, I'll give you a quick recap. So I read an article a while ago written by this Nigerian woman and it detailed the five types of friends women need in their 20s and 30s. So I'll read out the five types, then I'll ask you guys to assess what type of friend you think the other person is. So listen carefully. First is friend for life. You've known this person from when you were in nappies. You have another friend, kind of friend, which is the pusher the one that will push you out of your comfort zone. They'll give you the the drive to go after your dreams and always, always just there. You have the uplifter who is the encouraging, supporting friend that would hug you and give you nice, encouraging words. And if you're in a funk, you know this person will definitely bring you up. Then you have the straight talker no BS will slap this be Jesus and sense back to you when you're straying from common sense. And the last one is the unlikely friend, the one that you just made against all odds that you didn't even think you had things in common with, but eventually you just some, somehow became friends and you guys found things to bond and you've just bonded. So I decided, Keisha. Mm-hmm. Would you, do you know what kind of friend do you think Reby is?
2: Hmm. Hmm. I'd say, hmm. and she might not like this, hmm. I'd say that um, Ruby is an unlikely friend and also a friend for life. And I'll say that because it, we, we are actually very, very different personalities. And um, we've actually known each other since high school. Mm-hmm. Really? Um, yeah, we've known each other since high school. Yeah. And I don't think we were close in high school. Why didn't I know that? Yeah, we've known each other since high school. Yeah. And, um, I know but that. yeah, she's become a friend for life. So, yeah. Aww.
1: Okay, cool. <laughs> Ruby? Yeah? What, do th- what kind of friend do you think Keisha is?
4: So, Keisha is not a... Straightforward friends. I have to merge. I have to merge. Okay,
1: so she's a hybrid.
4: She's a hybrid friend. She is a straight-talking uplifter. So she's the one that will slap the common sense back into your head, but she will do it in a very encouraging and supporting way. And she's also a friend for life. Oh,
1: <laughs> I'm getting emotional here, people. <laughs> <That's> emotional. <laughs> <That's> emotional. <laughs> Crystal. So, what kind of friend do you think I am?
3: Um I would say you are an uplifter and a friend for life,
1: oh my God, too <laughs> emotional to speak now. and what kind of friend would you say I am? um so this is quite okay no, I actually think you're an uplifter as well and a friend for life, yeah, an uplifter because you you're you're ever positive personality it doesn't, doesn't matter how terrible things might be but you always just seem to find the good in people and just have positive words even when you so when i feel like you're supposed to say let's find this person's car and deflate the tires but you're <laughs> always, always just like well no just encourage just make you feel happy and you give warm hugs so Yes,
3: yeah. I like hug. I like hugging.
0: Yeah,
3: <laughs> although we we can't hug <laughs> So I you can know. imagine how you can imagine what how sad my life is
2: right now. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. But yeah, yeah. That, definitely, Ooh. Crystal and Rashida are both uplifters, for sure. Really? Aww. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say you're a
1: straight talker. Straight talking, um, no bullshit, slaply. <laughs> when I was writing that, I was just like, "Yep, this is just Crystal, Crystal." I mean, yeah. Keisha. Oh, Keisha.
4: Oh, Keisha. Yeah. Keisha.
1: You called her Crystal. I know. Tut tut. <laughs> Are you sure she's your real friend? Oh, no, no, no. Who is this Keisha that's on this? podcast with us Who is she never met her <laughs> i know where you live wow wow huh. yeah. and i think Ruby, you're an uplifting friend as well i guess yeah. that's why we all seem to get on because we all seem to be uplifters that yeah are naturally drawn to other uplifters
3: Exactly
0: Yeah Yeah Yeah, yeah That's so, true
1: So
3: that's what we all have in common We're all uplifters yeah. in, diff- in slightly different
1: ways In different yeah. ways Yeah um, Yeah 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 We're up all uplifters
4: So I could summarise and say mm-hmm. Yeah Keisha is the straight talking uplifter <laughs> Right <laughs> Yeah and, um, Let's see Crystal is the uplifter friend for life hmm and Rashida is the off-uplifter pusher, and I am the unlikely uplifter. <laughs> yes, I <Yeah. laughs> Yep. Baseballs. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> yeah.
1: Because, and I guess, and also, I just think, like, with the unlikely friend thing, is sometimes, as in, I guess we all just somehow became friends out of nothing and. I hope we'll be friends forever. Hopefully, friends for life. I know. When we're old, with our walking
3: sticks, I know. Going to Greece, going to Greece, <laughs> making fun of Keisha,
4: as <laughs> always. <Yeah, go> <laughs> and then, and Crystal will be sending us sugar rush. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Only on your birthdays, only on your birthdays. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Ah oh, well. I guess that brings us to the end of this episode. And I'd just like to say, friendships are amazing. There is a source of joy and happiness. Laughing until your sides hurt. Adventures, um, late-night conversations, three-hour WhatsApp calls with your friends and I wouldn't trade any of my friends for anything in the world. I'm aware it could also be a dark path of unhealthy toxicity, toxicity, pettiness, and lots of tears. But I'm glad that for me, that's been very um, limited in my life. I will use this opportunity to say, I'm grateful for you, Keisha, Rebe, and Crystal in my life as my friends. And I hope we'll be friends forever. I love you ladies and love you.
3: Oh my God. Thanks everyone for listening and please follow us and rate us and like us, especially on Apple
1: because
3: with Apple, the more you like us, the more we're up there. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye, Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to the Talking Single podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. To continue the conversation, be sure to follow us on Instagram with the handle at Singletalkspodcast. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter with the handle Talking Single. We are downloadable on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review and of course share with your family and friends. We'd also love to hear from you. So leave us your comments or questions. And do remember to tag us in any posts with the hashtag single talks. Take care and see you next week. Same time,
0: same place. We're always driving to dance lessons. So we signed up for Know Your Drive. We save money and get closer to her dancing dreams. The daring young man on the flying
1: trapeze.
0: Or maybe her singing dreams. Sign up for Know Your Drive and save up to 20%. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. Discount terms apply. Visit amfam.com slash knowyourdrive for details. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Home is where you should feel the safest. But the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes.